Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. going on everybody welcome to episode 49 of bruisers breakdowns and beards today is sunday august 22nd 2021 i am your host michael reed joined by the hair metal heartthrob dallas cade how's it going sir it's going but yeah we keen-eyed keen keen keen-eared listeners will notice we skipped the legendary i'm kevin yeah we're uh kevin has got a a medical well he's got a a medical not emergency i guess medical issue in the fan medical issue in the fan thank you uh so he is missing this week's episode but uh he was gracious enough to hit the record button like 12 hours ago so he's just (laughs) got a bunch of empty noise (laughs) he's just like whenever you guys are ready to record go for it and just let me know so but don't uh, worry, guys. This is not the twelfth take that we've tried to open the show. You're see, we're, we're we are a exactly. one and done team here exactly. on three B. So, uh, yeah. So we certainly I, everybody's gonna be okay. Just kind of send some good vibes, Kev's way. I know we could use it. Um, so we'll hopefully oh, sure. everything Our should T's be fine. And P's are with Kev. Yeah, Kevin the fam. Um, and man, he. <laughs> If I didn't know him any better, I'd say he was just being lazy because we've got a lot to go over this week. <laughs> and he was just like fucking him out. But that's not the case. So he uh he picked we do have a lot. We do have a lot. A lot to a go lot over. Happened. And a lot of stuff we're not even gonna cover. It's just probably it's, not. No, it's really been a crazy 48 to 72 hours in, in the world of, of professional wrestling, just and, yeah. and independent yeah. wrestling it's all over the place. It's been yeah. nuts. I mean, this past week, like from, from, from last Sunday to today has been pretty, you know, whirlwindish. And I mean, and that's, so we're going to take as much, or we're going to cover as much as we can for, for the local stuff, but obviously, and there's obviously one huge piece of news we have to cover. Um, But uh, if you were, if you were the tuning in hoping for a, a SummerSlam recap, I'm I'm gonna have to disappoint decade. you uh, right now and let you know that uh, we will be talking about certain portions of SummerSlam, but we are not gonna cover that whole no. uh, shit show. I didn't <laughs> that watch is, that whole show, so you're, I'm you I oh man, I told myself beforehand I was gonna hate watch it, and then I did, and I so you gotta I mean, set yourself up for that one. I did set myself up. I was I was. <laughs> I prepared myself to be hurt and I was still uh, gut wrenched by the end of it. So had your bulletproof vest on and still got stabbed in the back. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But before we get to all that stuff, we we will do some um, uh, good housekeeping 
and recap uh, Planet Comic Con this weekend that happened here locally in Kansas term, City. Good housekeeping. Well, I, part of it, part of getting the the media credentials we get is that we have to give coverage of the event, and then we're going to have to share mm-hmm. said coverage with the Planet Comic Con media team. So I figure if I do that, like at the beginning of the episode, because mm. they're not going to want to listen to the whole th- like. Right, you're doing business. You're doing yeah, good business. I'm doing doing right by them by putting it at the front of the show. Oh, yeah. um, and you're doing right is, by us to put it at the front of the show. <laughs> right, and it's only fair they 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 took great care of us. So. Um, yeah, Planet Comic Con was this weekend at, at Bartle Hall. Um, I took in Friday and Saturday, uh, missed out on Sunday. But man, I walked and stood so much on Saturday that my my calves are just they're just Joked. like oh man, it's but painful. It's so <laughs> painful. Walking around my house today has just been the worst. <laughs> it's like every bit I could just not. You know, I could get you got off your my steps feet. in, man. Great, I did. I did you got get your steps, steps in. in. Um, but uh, I didn't. I should have played some more Pokemon Go while I was there, and I didn't. Ooh, I, I'm kicking myself. Yeah, for that. because I will tell you what: the cell signal at Bartle Hall was fantastic. Like oh. I had no problems making texting people, making a couple calls and whatnot. Is it typically it, an issue? At it is typically cons? an issue. Well, when you have so many people hitting so many you know um cell towers and extenders and stuff like that yes yeah Uh, that's not to say i mean it was there was attendance was really good like it wasn't overwhelming um but i think also that's part of i i really want to compliment planet comic con's layout they do the the wide aisles and stuff like that i've been to some cons where it's a nightmare kind of getting in between booths and stuff and planet comic con's it's just it's awesome they have it set up really well um i was excited i have i had a friend of mine uh from high school aaron reese he had his own booth uh was uh, he just recently started his his own comic and he had some uh art pieces that he was selling there so uh had to had to buy some of his artwork bought his uh first run of his comic and and that was cool. exciting so uh had a couple other people uh, we did we did stop in and talk to uh uh, Rob Schamberger, uh, he and his lovely wife Katie were oh, there. I'm, I, oh, I'm so mad that I <laughs> missed that. You'll get to, to you'll, Robert. You'll get to see him this weekend at Journey Pro. I know. I and and I and gotta it, like for sure just be like, it's Rob Schamberger, and I gotta like be like, dude, because you know, for all I know, I've seen him a bunch of times and didn't know it because I don't. I I just. And I really hope that we haven't officially met because if we did and I forgot, I'm an even bigger asshole. To to be fair, uh, he's he's such a kind of a high profile artist that like he meets people all the time. Right. So he probably won't remember like because we had him on the show and and every time we meet him, he's and I don't I don't say that negatively. I I I say that as like he he meets people all the time. So it's once I kind of reintroduce who we are, then it's like, oh, yeah, I remember you guys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're that guy. Um. And then, of course, his wife being there, and she's awesome. So, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be seeing them at Journey Pro this weekend. So that's whoop, exciting whoop. too. Oh yeah! By the way, guys, Journey Pro's this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna cover that too. Yep. So, but yeah, it was. I mean, we just had a great time. Obviously, we were there to cover the wrestlers. Uh, so it was, it was, it was a funny story. Uh, Christian Cage, as you remember, last week on Rampage, uh, beat Kenny Omega for the Impact uh, World Title. Yeah, uh, he he immediately retired the TNA title uh, this week when he was mm-hmm. on there. But 
Impact had a, a show on Friday, and he had to defend said title, so he had to bow out of uh, Planet Comic Con. He he chose to bow out completely, which I thought was weird because he had a show on Friday, but maybe he had something else over the weekend. Uh, because that where also ties. Show? I don't know where Impact tapes. Okay, because then that might have been why is because that plane t- that that trip to you know wherever they were taping that's then true back it's like ugh. well no i mean because um both Britt baker and leva bates bowed out of friday as well mm-hmm. um obviously because they were at, at rampage right. in chicago yes uh for very important reasons which we'll get into here in a second uh so you know i figured with with christian having his match on friday maybe he would be there for saturday and sunday but he he just he ended up canceling uh, but that's okay. You know, he's the champ. That's going to happen. He had other obligations. He so, is the champ. Yeah. So we we missed out on Christian Cage, which was unfortunate. How wild is that? Right. Christian I know, Cage I was, is the Impact was, World Champ, and it's 2021. Right. I was really excited after he won the belt. I was like, oh, shit, I hope he brings the belt. You know. Uh, <laughs> but no, it didn't end up coming at all. So, uh, But but Britt Baker and Leva Bates still did come. Uh, Britt got there early. Well, she got there it was about 11, 1130 or so she arrived. So she was supposed to be there like by 11, but she was flying in from Chicago that morning. And I guess her plane got in late because right. there were some storms in Chicago the night before. So uh, since she, I knew her line was going to be kind of rough. Uh, I went there first thing. So like literally we got in early cause we were pressed. So we got to kind of get a look at the floor and uh, that was a chance for me to go talk to my friend for a little bit. And I immediately went to Britt Baker's line and posted up there. And so I was there for was maybe two hours before she arrived. It's about an hour and a half. Oh, or wow. Two before she, yeah. But I was at the front of the line, which was nice. So mm. once she got there, like it was just bing, bang, boom. So uh, Kevin, and I got our, our picture with her. We talked with her for a second. Uh, I, you know, I brought up how uh, we were at StarCast and all in. And I actually got to ask her a question during the weigh-in uh, originally back then. And uh, so she was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a full circle moment. This is awesome. So I uh, had a lovely time with her. She's a lot taller than I thought she was. Yeah, Dude, TV's weird. Yeah, it's, it's really, it messes with your perspective. I mean, right. I knew she was kind of tall, but she's mm-hmm. tall. Like, oh, yeah. It, it was... Like, there's, there's people, you know, where you see them and then maybe they don't look as big as they do on TV yeah. or they're a lot bigger than they look on TV. And you're just like, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, exactly. And that's they're how it was yeah, like, it's especially like, I feel like it's the most case. If you've got somebody who's like not the biggest dude, but they have like an incredibly uh, built physique, you, you know, like take say maybe like an Apollo cruise or something. Yeah. Um, and then like tall people. Yeah. People that are tall. That's just like, you see them on TV and it's like, yeah, they're, you know, they're good sized people and whatever. And then you see them in person and it's like, Oh, Oh, I, Oh, that you're tall. <laughs> like, that's how I, that's how I feel about football players. Like you'll, you'll watch them on TV. Like, like Patrick Mahomes doesn't look like the most like ripped individual when you watch him. I don't know, man. On Sundays. Every time he throws that TD and he's got the, he got guns, <laughs> that's what I'm bro. saying. Like you see him like without his pads on or he's just in like casual gear um, or like just seeing NFL players in person and they look like they're chiseled out of granite. They're, huge. they're just like, fucking ripped mm-hmm. and yeah it's just they're 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 built different yeah so, uh 
but yeah, it was it was really awesome to meet her. She had her AEW Women's title with her. It's a really gorgeous belt up close. Um, well, it's very old. Th- that's another thing. Kevin and I thought it was like a really small looking belt, but when you see it up close, I mean, it, it's it's pretty nice. Like it's a oh, really yeah. good looking belt. So um, yeah, it was just it was an awesome time uh, getting to talk with her for a couple of minutes. They unfortunately these things don't really allow for good interview opportunities unless their line is not busy, but when you're, you know, the AEW women's champion, uh, you know, your line's busy. Yeah. Uh, We did, we did get to talk (laughs) a little bit about rampage. She, she talked about how punk took them out to dinner and getting to have dinner with him was, was a treat. Cool. So yeah. So that was, it was just getting like getting that firsthand report of what had just happened the night before was fucking wild. Yeah. Like that was, that was a really cool part. Uh, Leva Bates ended up showing up a lot later. And it's it funny. Basically, we got I got out of Britt Baker's line, went and sat <laughs> down. Oops, sorry. Went and sat down for a few minutes. The dogs are hyped. Um, and, uh, you know, got out of Britt Baker's line, went and sat down for a second, and then immediately hopped in Leva Bates' line because she had tweeted. She's like, hey, I'm on my way to Planet Comic-Con. Uh, what I didn't realize is she was on her way and being immediately <laughs> ushered to go run and host a panel like a my hero uh, academia panel hmm. so i was basically bent right back there in her line for like two hours <laughs> well but again right at the front of the line so that was nice yeah so i spent most of my saturday in this like in a relatively <laughs> yeah. same place poor kev kev you know um was just such a trooper about it and, and he's like oh, i'm here with you man ride or die and <laughs> and uh i, I mean, feel like that's fair, what i feel like that's what kev says when he's trying to be like nice about i stuff. know i owe him so much <laughs> i mean he did get we did get to walk the floor a little bit and he he had a friend uh who uh his friend's girlfriend had a booth so we went and checked out her booth and and talked to them for a little while dude we we did a little bit of looking over like the floor cool before are the only ones that are allowed to have booths at you know, I know right I, like how do you know somebody that gets a booth I think KCPN could do it so next cool. year. Oh yeah, um, we we get some banners oh, and sure. stuff up. I just am not the. I get antsy if I'm behind a booth for too long. Like I'm like I have to go walking around. I have to move. Oh okay, I got so, you. Uh, I I tried that back in the old eight bit geek days, and I was terrible behind the booth. I had to, I couldn't do it. So oh dude. <laughs> you guys got nothing to worry about put me behind a booth and i'm living i would say you behind the table you should be able to just put some merch out and you're good to go dude um, for real i'll just be there <laughs> heels up michael or why did i say michael i addressed oh, you yes. when i was trying to address your dog your dog's <laughs> name is now michael jr my michael jr the that's awesome no that was willow <laughs> willow wanted everybody to know what she's up to chewing on something um but yeah, we we had a good time. Um, again, it was just really cool getting to talk with with Britt and and Leva. I talked with her a little bit about getting to see her at MPX Wrestling in Dallas, you know, several times, and she got really excited. And and uh, that's kind of like her home away from home. And um, yeah, it was just it was a great time. The, the con was fantastic. I I can't compliment them enough. Like everybody we interacted with was super friendly as far as the staff and the media team. And uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Like I'm, I'm excited for when they, they come back. Um, 
I, I hope that it gets some higher profile. It, it, obviously, cons in in a the middle of a pandemic are kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and also, that's the other, I, I want to compliment the most of the crowd was masked. I swear like 98% of everybody was masked up there. I did not. It was hard to pick out faces. And Let even those that weren't were probably more than likely vaccinated at this yeah. point. Look, so, I, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think I feel like that that kind of nerd anime audience is <laughs> kind of the people you would expect to be vaccinated and masked right uh pretty comfortably so like it was it was felt really it felt safe, safe. it felt yeah. clean it felt organized um, don't you love when places feel clean right events? they feel clean yeah. like i feel like most people don't really consider that until it's like obvious how clean a place is and you're just like oh my gosh this is I, so I nice mean, man we and still it, we still reminisce about those cans of hall bathrooms you I know? know right <laughs> Never again, never before, and never again. Those bathrooms, bathrooms. Yeah, yep, they'll <laughs> never be beat, man. Now there's a bunch of PC pro gamers. They had a booth bathrooms. there, and I, I didn't go and check it out. I should have. So. Oh, the place that bought the place the, that took over Kansas Hall. Yeah, oh, they had a booth. Yeah, oh. they had a booth there. Interesting. Esports. They were recruiting. Ooh, like you won't get paid to shoot. You know, shoot stuff with your finger. <laughs> I don't, I don't know michael you shoot an, you shoot a regular gun with your finger too man well, yeah i know but i mean you also click your mouse with your finger mm-hmm. esports <laughs> dang kids in their esports uh no but i mean yeah so we we had a fantastic time there and yeah, uh computer I, games i would i would i would ask planet comic-con to book more wrestlers let's get let's get some more some more wrestlers there I think it's uh, harder. I think it's harder for places like Kansas City because we're technically a small market. Um, like, well, I know, but but like I've said, I've said this before. I feel like if if I were like AEW, this is not, you know, WWE does decent here. I think, but it's not like a WWE town like certain places <laughs> right. can be. You know, like AEW could take over, and this could be like AEW territory easily enough. So I feel like if they. And, and they did to their to their credit. They when all the WWE wrestlers uh, or legends canceled out of the show, AEW stepped in. So I just think if you could do like an entire row of having like members of the elite or or whatever. Sorry, I keep hopping up. My I know your dogs are. Me. They're just into it's. They're... It's Kev. Kev is the calming presence for them, <laughs> even virtually. Uh, yeah, man. I met. Uh... Do you remember Anarchy's Blizzard Gate show? It was a gateway to anarchy. It was in January, I think two years ago now, where there was a huge blizzard coming day of. So a bunch of people ended up just like not coming to the show, but they still put it on for the people on the stream and uh, those that were going to still attend. So uh, there was just a whole bunch of audibles that had to get called. Like Campbell ref in a white tee with you know, blue masking tape instead of black stripes. <laughs> and uh, one of the, I feel I, one of the big matches on that card was Kingston versus Orange Cassidy. I think when Orange Cassidy was still the uh, independent wrestling champion, the IWTV champion or whatever. But uh, yeah, he was a cool dude. And they put on a good match. Lizard gate. <laughs> 
I told that entire story as if you were here and listening. I, I appreciate that. Those that didn't see well, it, we'll have we'll uh, have edit. We'll have Mike Kevin had to go manage the dogs. Make it sound like yeah. Sorry about that. No, like you're said, fine, dude. Kevin, Kevin's. I'll fill dead air. Just, just <laughs> you leave me on dead air, man. I I will just ramble. I will monologue. I will rant. I'll I I'll have a conversation you. with myself. I I, I get to. awkward silences. Freak me out a little bit. I'm oh, like, dude. Yeah. I don't. I don't even. You know, to me. I don't know. Awkward silences uh, don't occur very often, but uh, I feel like uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't. I don't feel capable of leaving an awkward silence. Good, <laughs> especially I'm if I'm like if I'm on air and I know the red lights on. I'm like, gotta do something. Uh, <laughs> I think I've been programmed to do that from my many different avenues of entertainment training. It's it's good to have. I I can <laughs> always improve. Let's put it that dude, way. Hey, I, me too, I man. For improvement. Me too, dude. <laughs> so don't we all? <laughs> so you know what else Comic-Con? has room for improvement? What? Not Planet Comic Con. It was all thumbs no. up. I'm, Planet I'm Comic Con really doesn't. So Planet Comic Con does not need room for improvement. But SummerSlam so, sure as shit did. Oh God, SummerSlam. No, we have to talk about even better. I. You know what? Okay, I will. We'll, since you brought it up, we will. We will get it out of the you way. Want to just knock it out? Yeah, we'll just, just get it out, it out of the way so we can. Um, oh, we have nothing God. but the good stuff left. So, I mean, if you watch SummerSlam, it was just kind of, it was mediocre, kind of from the start. It just, I can't even remember what the first couple matches were. I was gonna say because you keep bringing up the start as if it started with something. It just, was I was just, watching. Uh, it was like okay. It was like eh, you know, right. when's the show? No, I feel good? like there was there might have been some fun. Like I, I would assume I didn't that, see the pre-show. Uh, I know okay. Biggie. Was, Biggie got his Money in the Bank briefcase back from Baron Corbin. Right. Which why is the fuck good. that was a match. I know, but like Baron Corbin just took it. Like he, he had no claim to it. It's not like the 24 7. No, title. but like it, you just never know with them <laughs> where they would have, what ridiculous lengths they would have taken that to, um, where they could have run with it. Right. So, like, God, I feel like that's the one thing that everyone's holding out hope for is when Big E cashes in and it's like thank god you know I, we want everybody i mean he's everybody he's wants talking. it so that means they're very likely to ruin it exactly so, exactly gotta gotta wait gotta look and out every, for everybody it. wanted him to cash in on goldberg and that god that didn't but hey, happen that didn't that sure didn't so happen. i think i don't know the whole story i don't i don't even think as of we're recording this we have the whole story but basically News was coming out during the day. I saw Sean Ross Sapp tweet about that Sasha Banks was not cleared to wrestle. Yeah. Wasn't so, there news about that being a possibility like throughout the week? I don't, not that I had I, seen. I feel like I, I remember seeing attention. stuff either, either previously that week or maybe even the week before. I saw people, I saw something about how that match was still up in the air. Like it might not happen or it was going to happen on SmackDown instead of SummerSlam yeah. or something like, like just that, you know, that that match might not happen on, at SummerSlam. And it had something to do with Sasha Banks may or may not be able to show up. And so, uh, yeah, we never got details about it. Yeah. We, and we still really don't, other than that she wasn't cleared. Like we don't have any more information than that. And it definitely wasn't intended because they definitely promoted that match as Boy, Sasha did they promote that Bianca. Match. Right. Like, so here, here's where I, I want to take this opportunity to credit St. Louis Anarchy, who their Steel Town beatdown card was eviscerated because AEW was in nearby Chicago uh, for Rampage, and they also did Dark and Dark Elevation tapings before Rampage. A lot of people in. So yeah. there were a lot of people that came. I mean, 
the, it was they didn't all go to AEW, but by the by the final tally it was like eleven people off right. the card. Yeah, were just gone. Mm-hmm. And and credit to Matt Jackson and the St. Louis Anarchy crew, who really last minute reassembled that card, and yeah. still had a banger of a show. Um, but also, I think one of the things that makes Journey Pro and St. Louis Anarchy so great is their their level of transparency with their audience to say, hey. Here's what's happening. Here's why it happened. Here's what we're trying to do to fix it or what we're in Matt Jackson's case, like what he was not going to do, which was pay a bunch of high price talent mm-hmm. uh, to come in. Like he, he, it was next man up, next yep. person up. Um, so uh, that, that upfront transparency, you gain trust with your audience when you do that. So WWE decides to take the complete opposite approach and ran the opening like video promo that they do for all these the, the, these matches, and then had the ring announcer announce that Sasha Banks was not going to be wrestling in this match. Like they the the announcers were talking like okay, she was well that about makes to come me out. feel like there's they they have a plan then that makes me feel like it, there's a little bit of business going on. It felt very thrown together. I, I mean, I'm sure they waited till the last. Well, I'm I don't sure know. it probably was, but if I still if, feel like they, like, I don't know. I, that, I think it was me, a bad move because the crowd, the, the audience there in the building was expecting Sasha to come out. Right. And not only did she not, but they just then announced it. Like right, right exactly. in that moment. It's not like they said anything on the pre-show or tweeted anything. Right. Or it, yeah, none of that. Yeah, there was no social. I mean, I think Sean Ross Sapp tweeted out like, 15 minutes or so before the match, like Sasha's not cleared. Um, hmm. But I mean, he did it. WWE didn't do anything. Right. Um, it was just the, the members of the press that were there covering it were made aware of it shortly before. Yeah. So, I don't, uh, I, so the, I, I, I don't know, man. So here's I, the chain of, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. We could be all be getting worked, but that's how WWE is. That's a, and it's, that's exactly that's the frustrating part of their fuck was... ups is they can, retcon it after the fact by oh no we just worked everybody like no you <laughs> fucked up right and, and you're being called well, out and yeah because i and that's the only thing that i think like well maybe this maybe it maybe feels this too is haphazard them. to be put together exactly like maybe this is them trying to make the best of a bad situation sure where they, Which they kind I'm of curious. found themselves in a position where it's like okay fuck we can't like we we were hoping to have sasha at SummerSlam. We gave it till the very last minute and yeah. realized, okay, can't do I it. Just, so I now think, we have to call an audible and where are we going to go with this? And like, I, I wish uh, they had taken the anarchy approach and just been up front and announced it rather well, than trying gonna, to weave they it They weren't going to announce Becky Lynch's return. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm you saying. Know? I'm just saying they, they had the audience anticipating Sasha. This is true. And then they're like, okay, so in her place is Carmella. So, again, and, and you can could, you could see that you can feel the crowd kind of getting like, whatever, you know, no disrespect to Carmella, but I think Sasha Bianca was when, this right Mania when you re- advertise Sasha Bianca, the yeah. WrestleMania rematch. And then like when the match is about to start promo package and everything you say, oh, by the way, Sasha's not here. Yeah, like and that's, then that's and yeah. also Sheen Carmella had wrestled a lot, I guess, in recently leading up to yeah this. So now obviously 
that was to allow for the surprise return of Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. which got the crowd, which the crowd rebounded. The crowd goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which, which I think was part of the plan. That's Maybe not I imagine the way was, it went down. Right. But like, Becky was I, gonna come I, I figured back. Becky was, yeah, they had t-shirts made and they were selling t-shirts after the yeah. show and everything. So the, yes, there was probably a, a plan they just had to, maybe she was going to come up after the match, which is what I would have exactly. expected. So an they called an audible. So, so Becky comes out, tosses Carmella out of the ring and, and, and says she wants a, a shot. Right. Um, she now for just, just for, for clarity purposes, she had to give up the raw women's championship when she went out for uh, her pregnancy and right. She and having a baby whatnot. She relinquished the raw title. So she doesn't technically have a claim to the SmackDown title, but whatever. That's not the point. I just, I, I feel did, like that was brought up. Even in a kayfabe sense, I feel like if Becky Lynch comes back out of nowhere and is like, you know what? I feel like wrestling you for the title. You're not going to say no. Sure. That's, and that's fair too. So in the moment, Becky says, hey, I want to, I, I want to shout. How about we wrestle? And Bianca takes a long time to decide, okay, we'll do this. Mm-hmm. And so, it, so in kayfabe, you know, Bianca was caught off guard and didn't prepare, but it wasn't a surprise either. But literally, so the crowd's getting hyped. Like these two have never wrestled before. This is right. one of those things that, that Bianca has said on numerous occasions. She would love to wrestle Becky Lynch. Um, Becky Lynch, I sw- has it been like a year and a half? I feel like she's been gone she missed uh, it's 2020 been, entirely. It's been right? a little over a year. It was late. Because it wasn't, wasn't she came, late 2019. She left, she left right after Money in the Bank because that was she handed the title to Asuka because Asuka won Money in the Bank. But that was Money in the Bank 2019, right? No, that was because it was in the it was it was she was in the Thunderdome COVID. Yeah. No, it was pre-Thunderdome post-COVID. Does that make sense? So like April of last year? No, it was it well, maybe because like Money I think in the Bank was out. immediately after WrestleMania, so maybe uh, it might have been May. But I, I it, like that's I feel like that's the timeline. But yeah, it's been over a year. I don't know about eighteen months, but definitely over a year. Sir, it was yeah. Well, yeah, which is yeah, the baby was due in December, so she just had that last year. Okay. So, all right, all right, all right. So it was mid mid twenty twenty. So you're right, March March April May time. Okay, okay. I thought it'd been longer than that. So yes, well March April May is it's not really mid, but like early you know, mid first quarter. Yeah, first quarter. I, think, I guess it was after Mania. It, it was definitely after Mania. Okay, because she she a lot of at, a lot of shit has happened since then. Because that so was the that frame. was the Mania with no crowd. Um, Oh yeah. Gross. yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. now I'm jogging your memory. So yes, that's fair. All right. Now I'm, yeah, now mm-hmm. you got to turn back. So mm-hmm. yeah, so this is the first time in a year that we've we've seen Becky. Um, she looked really in shape and had she's obviously that CrossFit is his uh you know there's that extra chiseled look that they CrossFit you know, the Jesus have. and yeah, his misses. Right. So here we get this. We're we're excited. We're gonna get this match, right? It's gonna mm-hmm. be a great SummerSlam match between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, right? Mm. Fucking wrong. We get Bianca. They try to do the handshake. Becky does the cheap strike. 
um, and then gives her, I guess she does the rock bottom now, basically. She calls it the manhandle slam uh, or something, but like it, it looks like a rock bottom. It is. Basically, it is. that's her finisher. And uh, and that's it. That's the one, two, three. Um, man, that was a fucking punk move. Yeah, nobody, nobody does or should like that. I WWE keep, as will write themselves out of this hole, and hopefully it, Bianca will still look. Maybe I I really want to believe that they are still invested in Bianca, but that's such a such a punk move to make a, a champ that you're trying to build up this young up and coming champ to just have her squashed in like five seconds like that. Right. I'm not mad that she lost to Becky Lynch. If they'd have put on a, a, a clinic. Yeah, you you know, can easily have that match happen. Yeah. And Bianca doesn't look bad for losing to one right. of the best women that you've ever yes. had in a last second. Oh shit. I guess I'm wrestling you now. Like, yeah. That that is not on her. If anything, she looks better for being able to compete as long as she exactly. would have exactly had, had a match. Yeah. And don't I, get me wrong, like I get it. Don't bury finishes, and I get it jumping them out the gate, like you know, catching them off guard, whatever. You still don't need to do it in five seconds. Yeah. Like you can have it. I just and they, you know, they always it always seems to be like the internet darlings, the ones that that, that the smarks really um, love <laughs> that that seems to happen to. Remember Daniel Bryan getting punked out by Sheamus in seven seconds? Right. That was twelve. You know, Trust well, me, 12 that number's burned in the internet <laughs> and my brain. Twelve. God. Um, anyway, like I don't think it has so much to do with like. I think there are I think certain Bianca people is, who are more Bianca protected than others. Reached broader than that, I think. Sure, like because it, I don't know, it just felt like yeah, like everybody, like and new fans, uh, regular fans, hardcore fans, uh, people who were just getting into it. Anybody, they all looked at Bianca Belair and were like, "Yeah, she's gonna be like you know, she's I mean, next she up. And, she she's and Sasha were, were at the SBs. Right. Exactly. Um, like everybody know, was like that we're into this. Okay, this yeah. is happening. She's going to be one of the new faces and we're all cool with it because she's got the goods. She can walk the walk. And f- yeah, that does not equal walking the walk. No. I, I it, it, that's that's just, I don't and I don't, I don't care what you want to say is. lazy, but it's just not the right choice. No, it's not. And I mean if if we're being honest about this, you know, they're like black wrestling fans were just like pissed, understandably yeah. pissed. Um, yeah. You know, and being d- you know d- us being two white guys, I don't want to. Yeah, and I know we're not. The greatest to, I don't want to try to talk it. out of my depth I just, too much, but sure. yes, that is a thing that I did see a lot of, where and people not, immediately drew up the Kofi comparisons. Right, and it's not just. And I, I also want to be clear, like, it wasn't just fans. I mean, there were wrestlers that were in even, I mean, there were rest, there were a lot of indie wrestlers who were like, that's fucked up. That's wrong. There were um, a lot of people who used to work at WWE or still yes, do that were Nikki like, Bella was on yeah. the red carpet after SummerSlam and was that. not happy about it. Oof. Like, and, and we'll get, we'll talk about, you know, kind of trust in, in a, a brand here in a minute. Cause it's going to come up with our big story. Um, but I mean, yeah, like that's that's a bad fucking look 
all around. And I'm sure there, there are people out there who are saying, you know, just wait and see what they do. Like, but the optics right now are bad. Like, yes, they can maybe fix it, but I, I think it's, it's kind of disrespectful to Bianca and all the work that yes. she's put in yes. to squash her like that. Um, yes. I think it's bad squashing a champ. I just, it is hundred percent. I don't, I don't like, care. Champ should never they lose did it like to that. Kofi. Like Kofi exactly. had that really amazing run. Like you, you immediately like there's a, the there's a difference. There's a difference between trying to put people on another level. Like obviously Brock is on another level. Sure. Like, but how, how lesser does your entire roster look if the best guy on that roster loses in five seconds? Exactly. Like it just doesn't, it like, yes, it makes Brock look like he's on another level, but everybody already knows that Brock is on another exactly. level. Exactly. Like there's a different way to like this this isn't uh, when Brock beat the Undertaker and that exactly. that put like, him up in that. that and that's echelon. something that a whole lot of people, especially wrestling fans on the internet, get twisted. Like losing in and of itself does not make somebody look bad. There are so many times where you know, wrestling is at its best when the loser looks better than they've ever looked Mm -hmm. and they still lost and it didn't matter that they lost. They still looked the best they'd ever looked up to that point. And it happens like, you know, I won't say frequently, but it's happened many a time. And when it does, dude, like WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin, who lost that match? Who's the bigger superstar out of the two? Exactly. I'm not bashing Bret Hart, but no, but that, that was what Bret did. Bret made everybody look like a million bucks. Exactly. So I mean, that's why Stone Cold I, I, came out of that losing and looking like a million bucks. Yeah. And he was the biggest and, star in the history of the business. Yeah. And I mean, he and he and Bret ended up having, you know, where Bret and Austin ended up having a feud, you know, that I, it was one of my favorites at the time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's mm-hmm. that would and that that the whole you know Canada versus U.S. All which, that shit was good. <laughs> it was the a double good turn, shit, yeah. So I mean, like in this instance, if I, I think what Becky did was kind of heelish a little bit with with getting if that's the route they want to go. Like I don't know. Like they've we'll see their their fifty fifty booking has been so weird. Especially they, the they, other the other women's them, title match was them oh and heel women. Ooh, dude, them and heel women. Ugh. Like they just <laughs> don't I don't they, they it's have almost really like they don't time. have women writing their women's roles, you, you would think, huh? Exactly. It, they just like don't they, give they need their, some more women their, writers their, back there. They don't give their women heels very much depth. No. And like all. even Charlotte. Like it yeah. I don't know, man. So it it just man, it's it, it like I said, it had been this kind of mediocre from the start. And then, you know, I the RK Bro thing doesn't doesn't, doesn't do it for all. you. Doesn't do it for me. I mean, no disrespect to Riddle or, or Randy Orton. I just I think their segments are hilarious. Yeah. Riddle is so funny. Riddle, Riddle is funny. And, and like, and I, you know, I think pe- they think the, 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 the off screen shit is the off screen shit. But when he's on screen, he's so funny. I'm just the speaking out stuff against Riddle kind of soured me on him at this point. Right. So I'm just like, eh, it's not great, but whatever. It, like that, that is what it is. Um, but yeah, RK Bro just is not. 
I, I don't have an interest in that. So like, yeah, the show started kind of weak and then to have that be kind of like the, the, the first half ender was just right. And to, to go and, and the, I feel the like fucking, yeah. the fucking timing of that to a crown jewel commercial. <laughs> Wait, to back to the, back. Back to back. I'm sorry. Are they you went directly, kidding me? Directly from dude, just Bianca Belair, like in tears. To we're going back to a place, and I'm literally. It says like going back to a place. Like they can't <sighs> even say fucking Saudi Arabia in the in the uh, fucking. Did they trailer. say going back to a place? They I, did I, not I will, say Saudi I will, Arabia. Going going back to a place is what like the words that were on the yeah. There's no mention of Saudi Arabia. They do, they're not or even the Saudi Middle Arabia. East. Mm-mm. Wow. There was uh, see that to me says we know this is fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. But we're doing it anyway. Yeah. It was, it and was like, like, don't get me wrong. If, if, if it's because they like, if they want out of the contract that they signed and they just can't get out of it oh, or, sure. or, or it won't work for them, then that's one thing. But I think that's where they're at at this point. They're just they're taking the money and, and I would hope the for their PR. sake that's where they're at because if there's any way, like obviously contracts are contracts, you know. If there's no way out of it, then so be it. But like at least make that, you know. I, I mean, the, at least make that perceptible that you want out because it's a bad look. Yeah. <laughs> Especially right now, like right, right this second, right. like dude. <laughs> You cannot put that at a worst possible spot in the history of all time. You cannot put that back in a worse spot. So it, uh, yeah, it was that. And then they showed off the first commercial for WWE 2K22 and then announced that's not coming out until March of 2022. So, dude, God, I feel like the only worst time to say, by the way, we're going back to Saudi Arabia without saying the word Saudi Arabia because we know what's going to happen if we do. The only possible moment in time I can think that that could be that might be a worse place to put that is like right after 9-11. Like, Possibly, but yeah, oh, the oh. late 80s, early 90s, the uh, Iran oh, contra yeah. stuff was, well, you know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's would have probably been doing, the worst they were, yeah, yeah, but they weren't going to do that back then in the first no, place. Exactly, so exactly. it's like, you know, it's just, it's, I mean, God. the money outweighs the PR hit at this point, And they've obviously done for them, uh, the, res- the research to show that it doesn't hurt them that much. Whew. So, yeah. Um, I mean, by the end of the night, you know, edge and Seth Rollins was a pretty decent match. Um, I think you're Cena, Cena it, Roman Mr. was do I? I think and you're under, underselling it. I, I haven't seen that match yet. I missed the one I missed chunks of the match for sure. I missed chunks of the match, but I mean, okay. It, so for to some me, folks, that was probably match of the night. To me, Seth versus Edge has my mouth watering, especially <laughs> when you when you sprinkle a little brood entrance on that match. Yeah, I think it's that was like, the best ooh, part was the brood entrance. Ooh, ooh. Yes. So um, obviously, we I I'm not we're not going to talk about the women's triple threat match that Charlotte won. Um, her 12th title. I mean, you talk about people getting buried, like Nikki Ash is probably. Oh, did she get buried? Do you? And she was. She actually looked good in the match. She was very opportunistic against two okay. larger opponents. Um, so she which got is perfect her shit for in, that character. So. Which is perfect for that character. Like, uh, it's just the problem is WWE doesn't know how to book a storyline for the women unless they're going after the belt. 
So if you're not going after the belt, what the fuck are they going to do with her? Uh, other than put her in the background of like comedy segments. So um, we're not going to talk more about that. Uh, Brock Lesnar coming back didn't <laughs> didn't move the needle for me. It's like okay, I, I will say this: I am very excited for the story between Roman and Brock because of Paul of Heyman. Paul Heyman. Yeah. That is the only only reason. reason. Yeah. Yep. And once that's done, it should not last longer than WrestleMania. If Brock is going to win, he needs to lose again at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, if they spoil his welcome here, then I just baby I'm out. Brock is so especially I baby face Brock without Paul Heyman. Dude, it's so easy. It's so that's easy. Nice. You just have him show up with you know, somebody may maybe somebody uh out of you know is going over their head and running their mouth. Brock Lesnar's like, all right, I've had enough of this shit. Walks out, no nonsense. Maybe, maybe toys with them for about a minute and then just obliterates them. Yeah. Because everybody loves watching 14 German suplexes and an F5 or two. Everybody. Yeah. Be- and you know, it like as long as they do it right, it'll work. I like I know for a fact that this can work and it can work very well if they do it right. If they don't, people are going to hate it. <laughs> and they're going to hate it passionately. So so SummerSlam, I would not recommend trying to go back and watch it. Just watch the highlights on on Twitter, YouTube, or whatever. It was right. it was a pretty mediocre card. And I I think that was a shitty middle of dealing with. The, the kind of the fallout from Bianca Belair, and they had a couple decent matches after that. Uh, there was a really stupid segment with The Miz and John Morrison, uh, with you know Xavier Woods and some really awesome uh, Scott Hall inspired. Oh yeah, years that, that was sick. But I mean, the, the water gun thing was fucking stupid. Like I don't, I, it was such a weird spot for it. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not sure what the reason I was. I feel like. I feel like maybe the reason they did the Becky thing the way they did is because they wanted the biggest reaction because they had something else to compete with. They did. They um, did. But yeah, is, I don't know if that was the way to go. I think they I feel like we looked the weakest out of this. We weekend. talked a, a lot more about SummerSlam than I thought we were going to. So, uh, but I'm good. We got the, we got the shit out of the way to talk about the awesome stuff. About, we got nothing but great stuff coming now. I know it's, it's, good. it's the best. So, so yeah, AEW rampage happened on Friday night. Uh, we had a lot of local talent that wrestled on Dark and Elevation. I saw that GPA and Matt Fitchett had tag teamed, which is oh, they did a wild. tag team match. Yeah, oh, um, <laughs> where the hell was Vega? They, I don't know who they wrestled. I don't know where. Well, Vega was in uh, Anarchy. I know Vega ended up wrestling Wyatt, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, but yeah, if you're but gonna I put don't... Fitchett in a tag team match. Why? Yeah. Why not have the besties? I don't know. I don't. I yeah. maybe it's because they didn't want him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to watch Dark the and Elevation. The, the best unsigned tag team in the country. They really are. Easily. He's, I mean, I, I love them so much. They're really um, good. As I, I am hereby representing them right now. Hey, yeah, good. you're wearing their shirt. You know whose shirt I'm wearing? <laughs> Who are you wearing? Uh, I, my CM Punk <laughs> shirt is somewhere in storage. Looking and I couldn't, I couldn't squeeze see? <laughs> I couldn't squeeze into that shirt if I tried, Dude. but I'm happy to get a new one. Oh, uh, I know, right? That one looks so good. Yeah, I did. I did try to hop on pro wrestling tees when they everybody crashed the website. 
by the way, guys, uh, if for some, boys. if somehow you don't know, CM Punk is back. Boy, CM Punk is back. He was Boy, fascinating. He's back. We talked about it last week. I was like, how are they going to do it? Are they going to try and drag it out to the end of Rampage or what? Nope. They just went right into it. Yep. Um, the crowd, man, that pop. They were that, crying. The, the, yeah, look into that. That pop beat the edge return pop at the Rumble. I think so. Easily. Um, I was one of the punk loudest. In Chicago, pops man. Yeah. Punk in Chicago is something else. A no brainer. Um, but they they hit his music. It was funny if if, if you haven't watched hit the whole thing, there there are a couple of YouTube videos you can find where they do the entire entrance and then the entire in ring segments. Like it's like fifteen minutes if you find those all together. Yeah, for okay, both the yeah. entrance and the in ring. Um, <laughs> I know. Boy, did he take his time. He did take his time, but but just credit good. to them. They let him. They let it ride. Yep. Um. Yeah. It was it was awesome, but it, it's cool that like the red lights come up the you start seeing best in the world on on the screen and the crowds you know the, the crowd had been chanting cm punk up to that point but you you could tell there's there's still the sliver of a chance they could have been fucking with us yeah. this whole time and, like mjf would have walked out or something like kevin speculated last. but as I don't soon think as his, they would have done that no they didn't I, they weren't going to uh but as soon as his name popped up like the the noise got it like went up another level Dude, and uh, I felt the building shake yeah. through my phone. Yeah. Like that's how loud that pop was. Yeah. And it stayed that loud for minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just, it was awesome. It really was, as, as uh, Michael Cole likes to say, it was a moment. It, it oh, really yeah. was really neat. And you could tell he was just, uh, we'll get, we'll get to Punk's reactions and, and his, kind of emotional statement. Well, obviously he was taken aback. Yeah. How can I mean, you he, not he, be when he dove into the loud. crowd Yeah, uh, for Pete's sakes. And uh, yeah, it was just, it he was, was awesome. hugging people and he was like, he, he looked not only happy to be back, but appreciative of how emphatically happy everyone is to have him back. Yeah. And like, especially as somebody <laughs> who is kind of known for their potential to be a grouch um, in yeah. lock in locker rooms and stuff. I seeing mean, him, seeing him like that, it just, and so like, it lets you know, he really is like just taken aback and blown away by this uh, welcome and this reception. Right. And you could which, tell, which he had to know he was going to get, but I don't think he could have possibly he, guessed yeah. that it was going to be like that. Right. And I mean, he, his speech was like, this really impassionate speech. And he talked about how, you know, like he wasn't sure what he was going to say. He just had to, he kind of had to feel it. So yep. like, I, I, I totally get that. Um, There's man, no other way he would have done it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, I'm, I'm, you have to, if, if you haven't, if you haven't watched it, if you somehow, have to watch it. I, it yeah. Nice. I don't know how at this point I watched it multiple times now and I had to watch Me a too. little bit of it again to get, the the line that i wanted uh so as soon as we're done recording i'm gonna watch it again uh with my really like fancy headphones in so i could actually hear it a lot better rather than my phone don't blow your ears out oh i'm yeah i'm I'm careful um but there was there was a very important line early on in the speech and i want to read it verbatim um because i I i think it's it's really 
it's important and it's it's it says a lot in a couple of sentences and and he said uh possibly for me the most important thing i'm going to say right now and this is for everybody at home this is for everybody who bought a ticket this is for everybody in the back if at all through my journey any of my personal choices or decisions related to my life made you feel disappointed or let down let me just say i understand if you all try to understand that I was never going to get healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally staying in the same place that got me sick in the first place. There's a lot there. A lot. I mean, um, obviously he's absolutely right. Like he was, he was, so I, somebody on Twitter shared a picture of like his last day, his last appearance in WWE mm-hmm. and then his first appearance in AEW and holy shit, he looks like a meth addict, you know, at in, I mean, he was like, yes, he was sick. He, he had that staph right. infection and yeah. he was unhappy and was miserable. And, and he was banged up as all shit. Yeah. He had I mean, like he, four different injuries that were kind of like not perfectly healed at that time. Right. And some of them were just, they lasted forever. Um. But he was just in yeah. such bad shape at that like, point. He obviously seven years gone by. He does, you know, obviously he's going to look a little older. He's a little more salt than he is pepper nowadays in yeah. the beard. Um, but like he's lean he looks, too. Ha- he looks healthier. He looks happy and healthy. Like he does look a little older, but I, he looks healthier. Yeah, I do yeah. think. And I mean, I, I do think some of that, that reputation that he has probably is in part because he was he had a lot to go through on his journey. And I mean, I just, the, the guy that was talking in the ring and sure some of it was performative, but I do feel like he's in a better place mentally. um, Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, obviously wrestling fans kind of the, the, the bad part kind of got to him even after he left WWE for a little bit. And I I think that was to be in front of that hometown crowd uh, and to get all the love and support. I think like that's, you were getting the best parts of punk and you were getting the best parts of what he loves about wrestling. I think in that moment, mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool. I, it was, it was also really awesome that his, the very, his very first words were to put over Britt Baker. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I did bring that up when we talked to her. And <laughs> that she was just, funny. He was, she just kind of brushed it off. She's like, yeah, it was great. Um, right. Like, what do you but, say to that? You know? Right. I know it's, you know, but I just, I was like, this is fucking cool. You just, he, he put you over right off the bat. Um, you know, the, the, the fact that, man, like I said, there's just so much to, I, it was such a cool experience and to see that live and in that moment and to see wrestling Twitter just losing their minds at, at uh, him being back of the fan, the shot of the fan that was crying and, and everybody that's like, like one or two people took a shot at that guy and the rest of them, everybody just pounced. Oh on yeah. That. No, I've seen a couple, anybody that anybody that says anything about that, like trying That's to the poke fun at it. I was, dude, I was choked cool. up in my living Fuck room. You dude, yeah. if you're one of those guys that's trying to be too cool as, and I am an unabashed CM Punk fucking Mark. Okay. CM Punk will always get my number one spot over anybody. I don't care how good they are how popular they were, how hot they were. I don't care for me personally, punk is a fucking number one. So, and like, you know, obviously I wasn't sitting there fucking crying in my living room. Like, Oh my God, he's back. But 
he was there and he like that's his hometown guy and he's in that moment and he's just feeling it man yeah. and that is raw unfiltered it is you know it's letting all the guard down all the barriers are down doesn't care about how fucking vulnerable he might look to some dumbass bitch on the internet he's in that moment and he's feeling every emotion of that moment and and the intensity that comes with him so if you're too cool for shit that's like good, that, then fuck you. And that's what good wrestling is. Like that's it when it's is. the best. When it I, when it's good, God, the emotion looks like that. Exactly. To quote the king of the wasteland, Christian Rose, who's a fucking badass. When it's good, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Like that's what it looks like when it's good. And that, I mean, little, that guy, I want to calm down a little bit. No, it's I good. Got, I, like, got, I kind of, I kind of got a little soapboxy there. I'll admit. That's fair. No, it's but, understandable. Like, but I, I like that goes for a, people in the business, people out of the business, people who hate wrestling. I don't care if you're going to bash somebody or try to make fun of them or say something to their expense when they're enjoying what they enjoy that much, then you've got no fucking joy in your life. I feel sorry for you. But that dude... and a lot of a lot of the things that he said, I think, in terms of what you were saying about his quote regarding what he loved and what he didn't love about pro wrestling, especially at the time he got out. Um, I think a little of that speaks a little of that can be attributed to the quote he said about leaving in 2005 and coming back into 2021. Yeah. Like, I feel like he kind of needed to perceive it that like, that's how he needs to see it and think about it because of how terrible of a time uh, some of most of that gap was between the last 16 years. And I don't blame him, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like when you almost, when you literally almost die for a place and it ends the way it ended, like, there's a lot to process. There's a lot to go through. Right. And, and, you know, you got to go through all the stages of that, however long they might take. And, uh, and then you got to enjoy being free of those shackles, at least for a little while. Uh, if you're going to, you know, jump back into it in any way, shape or form, even if it is at a different place. Um, there's just so much to commend in, I think about like, all that he did before all that he's done since and the fact that he decided for himself to come back like we don't have the right to be anything but grateful and appreciative of that exactly yeah and to also to accept it because there's nothing we can do about it for one but it's not like he was some scrub you know what i mean like like it's not like he wasn't one of the best in the world haha ha, pun intended uh he was he could have been the next stone cold and i know that that's a dumb thing to say but what i mean is and i don't mean because they were similar because obviously everybody compares punk to stone cold because a lot of their personality and their on-screen personas resemble each other to a certain yeah. degree well in, in some of the um the kind of and cultural the impact that they had a bit, the yeah. and the cultural impact exactly yeah. they both had an emphatic cultural impact and nobody not even cena made the cultural impact that punk did 
when Punk got hot. When Punk was on top, nobody, that, not even Cena, did it better than Punk could and did more. Like, I've heard people be like, oh, but what, how much did he do for the business? And how good was he really? And how good can he be now? And what? Shut the fuck up. He was the, he, he could have done better for them as a business and as talent and as a, a personality in and out of wrestling. He could have done more for them than Stone Cold. You know, I truly believe that. Well, and I'll say this, like, you know, we, we, we always joke about Zack Ryder and, and how WWE doesn't allow talent to be organically uh, to get themselves over. Yeah. Like punk punk is actually probably one of the biggest examples of that because he's the poster boy that, for organically that, getting that himself title over. run winning that belt at money in the bank in 2011. Like if they don't let that run all summer, if they, if, if they don't let him take that belt, because I mean, obviously he showed up at at um, oh what what Chicago Comic Con was it was a Wizard Wizard Con or I Wizard, don't know Wizard Con yeah Wizard World uh, I think it was something Wizard like World. that yeah you know for him to show up during the WWE panel and and you know mouth off at Triple H while he's holding the WWE title like if they'd have done more shit like that right like having him just show. Like, Dude. no joke. If they let him, that, that's that's that forbidden door shit that AEW is doing right now, right? Where Kenny Omega can just show up anywhere and, uh, you know, take on your champ or whatever. Like, if 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 WWE had done that shit with Punk, I mean, the sky's There's no the telling. Limit. There's and no instead telling. They they just created another belt and had him come back. Like, what was it? Four or six oh, weeks later? A week? Not even. It was a three it was weeks, like, maybe. It was like two or three. Yeah, it was two or three weeks. There's a nearsightedness for from WWE's creativity that's just always bugged me, and that's a prime example of it. Like they could have run, and that's another thing to come anywhere. With he that. didn't bury them. Like no, he didn't. Ob- and I was obviously, gonna, you're right. Obviously, he's not going to be in insincere in referencing them ever. One because he's not that kind of dude. Uh, but he's also not going to be that in the reverse where he's just going to bury them because he thinks that's the cool thing. He's smarter than that. And he's also like, I think, and it's really uh, emblematic of how far he's come, I guess, emotionally, mentally and the, regarding yeah. that whole thing where he can recognize it for what it was and nothing else, almost like an emotionally detached perspective where he recognizes you know, that was a place that I was and the impact it left me with was unhealthy and I wasn't healthy coming out of it, but it's not like, it's I'm not, not going to bury them about it. I'm yeah. not going to talk shit on them for it. Like he's, he's beyond that. He's grown past that. He's let that go because that's in the past and he's moved on and yeah. he is going to be moving on to a E fucking W yeah, I think he, he's back. He's back. I, I mean, because people have, have I don't think criticized is the right word, but they, they pointed out how, like, you know, Miro, when he made his speech, it was, you know, he took a, a shot. I think maybe Paul White did as well. I don't think Christian Cage did. I don't think, I don't there think there have been a couple of those WWE transplants. Who Cage definitely didn't. Yeah, no. Eddie but, Kingston uh, did it. On that dark taping or that post show taping, yeah, yeah, time. but I mean, there's there's been one or two other. But Kingston hadn't been there. I'm trying to think who he the other WWE was, signees 
did did Malachi Black say? I don't know. Maybe he didn't. No, he didn't. Um, there's he, been some criticism he's, about he's how kind the, of the in WWE... the same boat where like he talked about it and obviously negative. Re- he recognized stuff that he thought could have been better or that he didn't like or you know negative. He he recognized the negative parts of it, but he de- he didn't needlessly he didn't go out of his way to fucking bash them, and he didn't say yeah. disparaging things about them. He just spoke, you know, he said it the way it was. Um, it was yeah, it was a lot of the same way. It, it wasn't you know. I just fuck I, I WWE think, and fuck those guys yeah, and like it, it wasn't it wasn't that it was definitely yeah. what I think what Punk did maybe was a I don't want to say did damage. Um, I think it's it's. Like you said, he was he has taken stock of what is important and and what that that time was and where he's at now. Um, you know, I, part of I think it's story. I think it spoke yeah. volumes. Kind of what he didn't say, like is, yep. what he didn't say is just as important as what he did. And there's there's an eloquence to, to punk that I just miss. Like I've especially missed so as much. a speaker, dude. Yeah, like because um, even some of the goofy shit he did you know, in, in WWE, like you wouldn't have known how goofy he thought it was. You wouldn't have known how terrible he thought it was. You wouldn't have known how much he hated to do it because he's so good at being. And I mean, I, I totally missed, I missed straight edge society completely. Like I missed all of that. Um, (laughs) Oh, oh, you missed it. I thought you missed it. it, Like, no, 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 no. I'm long for you. No, by the time I missed it, skipped it. That was about the time I I got back in was, I, I skipped it as Nexus? it was happening. Yeah, I missed it as it was happening, but I watched it back. Uh, was he Nexus after that? He was Nexus. Uh, yeah, he was Nexus after that. Okay, I think that's what I got him. As a, well, yeah, because he was like the tail end of his Nexus run was when he which was right before. Johnson, yeah, which was right, right before, before the, fight the summer of punk. Quote yeah, unquote. like that's that's when I got into it. And then when I got back into wrestling was about that time. And I I was enamored <laughs> by him. He was one of the only new guys that. Granted, oh, he's yeah. one of the only new guys they had, but he was one of the new guys that I was really enamored by because he he was so unique and different. Exactly. I had no idea his Ring of Honor history. Any I didn't either. Shit. I didn't either. Like when he cut that promo live, I had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. But you you darn sure that I looked it up when he was done. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it. He's he's just he's just got it, man, and he's yeah. got so much of it. And you can and you can tell like the the batteries are recharged at this point like i think he's, he's motivated you know he's doing uh, it for the right reasons he feels good yeah. about doing it he's uh he's you know i want to talk about like the brand and trust he and tony khan did a media scrum yep. after the show uh and he talked about how like how AEW handled brody lee's illness and passing uh gave him a lot of faith and trust in the company you know in in interacting with them and that um there was there was that he, he said that they talk they've been talks for like a year and a half almost two years now uh but that they did obviously the pandemic kind of pushed stuff back that they didn't sure. want to he had to do this in front of fans they weren't gonna oh, just have oh him, yeah oh yeah. yeah like them so, doing takers retirement without fans was the dumbest thing ever and it would have been even dumber to do punk returning without fans sure so uh, I can't even, do- I can't even, <laughs> I cannot Fathom. verbalize how dumb that would have been. Right. Like there's no words to adequately describe how bad of a decision that would have been. <laughs> right. Right. No, I, I and mean, they knew that was, they've done everything right. And, yep. and then to, to put 
the cherry on top. I mean, he gave out ice cream bars at the end, which was just I love that. It's so, so fucking perfect. And Can that, you imagine that th- a seven, or actually no, a ten year long running joke. And that's the payoff. Yeah, because he, he was talking about that before he got let go. He wanted what the a ice payoff. cream bars. The yeah. ice cream bars quote was from his 2011 run. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, a decade long inside joke. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean, it everything. Everything about how AEW handled this was perfect. Um, complete to having Darby Allen and Sting up in the rafters. Um, I, I, honestly, which I'm fucking, a fan of that. CM I think Punk, that's pretty cool. Like promoing in front of Sting in 2021, right? Is fucking nuts. Like, think about all of these things in wrestling that we are totally taking for granted right now because yeah. we do, like we just need to stop. And take a step back and look at some of these things that are happening right now. Like, what? Who wrote this shit? Like, you know what it's, I mean? It's really, it, and I've, I've talked about WWE's bubble. Like, it's so crazy that all the cool, amazing shit is happening so far outside that bubble. Not even that, like, all of it. Let's I mean, be honest here. Edge is back. Let's not forget. Edge just wrestled yes, last night. Yes, this is true. This is true. But I'm just like, saying. Don't uh, don't get me wrong. That's not a credit to WWE, but it's happening <laughs> there. So no, but I think about the fact that like we there are so many avenues. Punk Punk has said he's like I consider myself an AEW guy, but holy shit, he could go wrestle in Ring of Honor. He could go wrestle Anywhere. in Impact. He could Anywhere. wrestle in fucking Japan. He like, could. Yeah. Well, and don't get me wrong. The the place that it was going to do the biggest business was by far AEW. Oh, wasn't sure, sure, even sure. a choice. Like no, yeah. maybe, like obviously it might have done bigger business in WWE, but that wasn't going to happen. See, so, I, I like, dude, I don't, I, man, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think WWE would give it the respect. He would have come out and he would have had fucking. And he would have been another one of the guys. Brock like would have come later. out and F5'd him or something at the end of his speech or whatever. Like they wouldn't well, have given no. it the reverence that. that I, they wouldn't have. I, I, I kind of understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I just don't think. I, Tony, Tony Khan, the way they treated that moment, they, like, they knew the reverence that CM yeah. Punk's return. And yeah. WWE is so brand they they won't let any one person get bigger than the brand, so it would yeah. have been however they could have capitalized on it. And it's and I think AEW gets that they're that the guys who are as big as they possibly can be are the brand, and they right. are what make the brand. Um, yeah, and them I, being a part of the brand also makes the brand, and the brand gets bigger because of that, not because of yeah. the brand itself. And and working with these other promotions and highlighting them and and um, yeah, dude, there's there's so many there's so much awesome potential for this. Kenta freaking tweeted that he wanted. Oh, dude, I saw that. I was <laughs> I I I did the um the what's the gif where the dude who like he's off to the side and he kind of just blinks three times. He's like, oh, you know, like that. He raises his eyebrows and he's like, really, like. I did that except 10 times more exaggerative yeah. because dear God, I went on a, not too long ago, like couple, maybe three or four weeks ago, I went on a huge Kenta Kobashi, um, like 
uh, what's the word? Uh, binge. Rabbit hole. There we yeah. go. Yeah. And I, I watched one of his matches. I think it was from Pro Wrestling Noah against Kenta, like when Kenta was younger. Dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> if that Kenta showed up anywhere in America, everybody's flipping their shit. Yeah. Because that dude just, like, he just didn't give a fuck, man. Like, <laughs> he just, he's like indifferent. He's like, I don't give a shit how much of a badass anyone else thinks you are. I'm just going to walk up to you and smack you in the face. Like, oh, oh, that match would be so good. <laughs> it's Jay White's in America right now. Yeah. Jay White wrestled. just wrestled at Warrior Wrestling the other night. Yes. Like, shit is going crazy, dude crazy it's uh it's a great it's a time good time it's a, it's a good, really time good time to be a wrestling fan and a great time to be involved in wrestling it's it's all it's all good stuff we've spent not all of it but good i i didn't it. i didn't get the time tracker but i'm sure we're probably probably oh, near yeah. an hour and a half and we haven't even talked journey pro happening uh this dude weekend. we're so bad <laughs> we're so bad at this Journey Pro is literally this week, and we, we've barely mentioned it. Hello. Well, oh to be God. fair, the last time we talked about the card, half the card changed at the drop this of This is true. And uh, well, so I didn't want to jinx it. We Let's talk about it here before we get too close to the end, because I don't want anybody to just, like, turn us off early right before we get to talking about Journey. Um, uh, weekend of Journeys, guys, August 28th, Saturday. The show is sold out. It's at Lemonade Park. It's going to be awesome. It will be streamed uh, what, live on see. Twitch. It will be streamed live on Twitch. Thank you, Mike. What's that Twitch account, by the way? What channel can they go to on Twitch.tv? That's going to be Twitch.tv slash Journey to Anarchy. That's the number two. That's right. Thank uh, you for reminding me. They, they had a solid stream uh, for just... Steel Town Beatdown. They did. Uh, I, yes, I didn't get did. to watch all of it because we were watching Rampage. Me neither. Yeah, um, but I did. I did watch some of it, and what I was watching was it was coming through very well. So that's good on them. Um, What, uh, what, what can we expect to see on this Twitch stream or live at Lemonade Park? If we bought tickets, which are already sold out. Yeah. So it's been a hot ticket too. I saw people on Twitter today. uh, uh, Carrie Williams, who we we interviewed a while back, Mm -hmm. a friend of the show. She was on the hunt for some tickets for some friends. Guys, we got besties versus the Seidel bros on this card. Yeah. Matt and Mike Seidel versus the besties in the world. Uh, we know, have Stallion Rogers challenging Jeremy Wyatt. Yeah, for his, Heritage his title. return appearance post-NXT. We have a debuting Suge D versus Everett Connors on this card. That's okay, And we've also got the Ticket to Ride match. Dead, that, don't forget Thumbs and Buns match? versus the Hallets. That, that's just we also have too. Thumbs and Buns versus the Hallets. God, uh, and this then, card is insane. And then, yeah, the Ticket to Ride match, which is, uh, again, has gotten some... Uh, it's featuring Gary J, Christian it. Rose, Heidi Howitzer, uh, uh, Trevor the, Aon, Trevor Darian, Aon Bankston, Darian Bankston, Frontman Jossie. Frontman Joss freaking C, man. So God, there's... There's a ba- ton, ton there's, of there's, going on a journey. Yeah, there's, and there's bound to be some more surprises within that. I would not... I would not... Uh, be surprised if this show trounced 78 weeks later. Yeah, I think, think so. about that. Hopefully think we'll actually that. get to watch and how and how good 78 weeks later was, guys. 78 weeks later was awesome. It was a good time, 
even though it was fucking hot. Uh, it's, it's supposed temperatures are supposed to be really hot this week. I don't know what Saturday is looking like yet, but it's, it's going to be in the nineties. But we're outside. But we're outside. We're outside. And there's 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 shade. There's benches. There's open space. There's a little uh, bit of a breeze. Hopefully, we're going to be okay. Theme is going to be it's a beach uh, theme. So hopefully. just show up in like you know a tank and some and some capris, and you're good. You got you got this. Guys, the Journey Pro Faithful, we're going to show up and we're going to show out. It's going to be an awesome show. Weekend at Journeys, August 28th at Lemonade Park. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a banger. So uh, we'll be there. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, I I, we're still getting kind of our plans ironed out. uh, But I mean, we'll kind of do similar to what we did 70 weeks later. We'll probably have a little station set up and, and doing some recording. So feel free to come up and say, hey, uh, we might get a impromptu interview with you if you decide to kind of drop by and talk to us for a little bit. We were getting some fan interactions with the last show. That was like pretty wicked. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I we got to get another. We got to get another guy in there, too. We got to get another Anaya moment in there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I hope we have him on again. Uh, we were I, we were hoping to have Heidi on at some point to talk about the the match uh, before the show happened and couldn't get the schedules worked out. I'm hoping we get to talk to her at some point that day. Um, But yeah, it's, I'm, I'm excited. That's a, that's a hell of a card. And uh, we're, we're already getting rumblings about September. I mean, I'm, I can't wait to see what that's true. What's next. It's, it's weird being back in this rotation. Like we, you know, Dallas and I were talking before we hit recording. Yeah, it was like oh Time shit, it's, it's Journey Pro Week, dude. So. We are we are approaching the last quarter of 2021, right? I remember when the year started, like it was <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> dude. It is, this shit it is, is bonkers. It's really flown by. Time's just a concept, man. It's just a construct. <laughs> that's what that's what the hipsters say. Flat circle, isn't isn't it? Um, I wouldn't know. So- yeah. So definitely, yeah. If you if you're not able to make it out there, if you didn't get your tickets ahead of time, go ahead and watch on Twitch. Um, it's gonna be great. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It'll it be, is gonna be great. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So um, we don't even know. Well, no, we know you're in tickets ride match. We do. We only, yes, we, we do. Uh, so I think we only know about half of the participants in that. Oh we, yeah, at, Walter says we fourteen. Most. So we we have like six or seven right now. So uh yeah that's gonna be great we'll see how that turns out uh best of luck to you dallas let's hope you thanks get man falls. i feel like i'm gonna need it knowing yeah, i'd like the to field see that i do now it's a tough i i would like to see you win the thing but man you've got a, a tough gauntlet to go through uh i hope I, you don't I might draw not. number one i might not i get i might draw lucky number 14 and that's true. Uh, be that's the true. last one and get someone who's really dog tired hopefully so we'll see <laughs> that's that's what we'll although i don't know how much of a win is it because then i get to wrestle wyatt who will probably kill me <laughs> so man i didn't think you, I didn't it might, think you might wrestle stallion rogers there's a chance i mean that's that's stallion will kill me too what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. I'm nervous well, now. At the, at the very least, I, I was excited, I hope you but get, now I'm petrified. <laughs> get yourself a couple, couple pinfalls, couple tickets. Get yourself that that first round buy. 
so then you have you have a week to take off, and you'll I have you'll to be win the to most go. tickets to get the buy. The most tickets. I have to win more tickets than Gary J and Christian hey, Rose than frontman Jossie and Trevor just, Aon or Heidi Howitzer. Or you know, it's a it's a couple schoolboys. That's all you got to do is just <laughs> roll a couple people up, catch them off guard, and boom, you're you're just gonna line them up. That's <sighs> that's always my plan. Whenever whenever I play these these multi person well, matches. So. In WWE, is I roll out of the ring, I let them beat up the, the no, piss out of each other. this isn't like that. This isn't like that. It's a gauntlet, so it's a series oh, it's of one v one. He's not rumbling. Okay. No. Uh, it's a gauntlet. It's a series of one. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a strategy for you there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Just come in. Just, just Brock Lesnar. Just F five everybody. Just as they Ooh. run in. Just F five. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, be- best of luck to you. Either way, let's, Thanks, get some, let's get some pitfalls. Let's get you in the fucking tournaments. Um, Dude, I want to do a tournament so bad. <laughs> I've been and I've been telling like some uh, smaller promotions that I've worked for in the past. Like, hey, if you guys are ever doing like a one night tournament, please, for the love of God, book me in that tournament. I dude, one night tournaments are so cool, <laughs> aren't they? I and, can't wait for theirs. And I don't even yeah. know. I don't think it's going to be a one night. I, I don't I believe it's going to be going to spread it out over the rest of the year. Spread it out for th- like three, three shows, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, this is crazy. Is this, this, we don't even know how big these brackets are going to be. No. Let the, let the games begin. So uh, I think our well, Midwest goodbye. Yeah, it is our Midwest. It's, it's yep. not any easier having one less person either. I know. Kevin oh, Kevin's usually angry at this point, so he's kind of pushing <laughs> this to get out. Of here. So he's like, "All right, guys, come on, bring it on now." Poor Kev. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, he he should be there with us at Journey Pro this weekend. I, th- I think everything will be okay at that point. But certainly, uh, you know, good good wishes and good vibes, Kev's way. I'm sure he would appreciate it. So Maybe well uh, wishes and good vibes. I'm sure. I'm sure mm. it is. I don't, how know. do you how do you make a good you, or a bad wish? What constitutes I mean, there's a bad, bad wish? wish. No, a, there's you can wish for something bad, bad but that doesn't make it. A no, bad no, no. Wish. But I mean, there are bad wishes too, where you like, like, oh man, I wish I had a cheeseburger right now. Like that's kind of a fucked up waste of a wish. That's a. I mean, well, are we talking genie wishes here? Are we talking about wishing? Upon I assume we were talking genie. What, what other kind of fucking wishes are there? Wishing upon a star, brother. We live in a Disney world here. Those are space genies. <laughs> Well, with that, we got the title of the show. <laughs> Those are space genies, man. You know, Sidal would appreciate that. I maybe I think so. Maybe yeah, that, that's sure. some enlightenment, is it not? For sure. I mean, Those are just space third, genies, third eyes watching the space genies. Oh shit! Fuck. Yeah, we gotta get the fuck out of here. We gotta wrap this. So, um, Dallas, thank you for 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 being my crutch this week Dude, with Kevin being out. Of course, man. Um, Thanks so, for having me yeah, as, a, as a third of the show. <laughs> man, you stepped up. You were great. You, you did. You did. You Brother, did 50, stepping up. You're, you're step 33.3. Let's, let's get some Steiner math in this. You're 33.3% oh, of the, the hosts on the show, but repeating, you, of course, you were 50%. Uh, the whole so half. If you put that, that's a what? 17 point percent difference that you worked this week um <laughs> i don't know where wow. i'm going this is I'm this impressed. is, this is midwest math it's all fucked up is it 12 percent? actually 30? no no it was no yeah you're right plus 17 i don't know 50. why i, I went got down to 25 
I went down I mean, to 25 for some I mean, reason. Well, it's because we have Walter on the show what so the much. Hell? He might as well be the you know, one quarter of it. I don't, I don't. So, Yeah. Um, All right. Midwest goodbye part two. We're <laughs> done, right, guys. Folks. I promise. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for tuning in. Listen to us. Uh, hopefully we will see you at Weekend Journeys. Uh, if you're not able to make it out there or watch the show, uh, we will be back here next week. And as always, later, nerds. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.